Good morning, good morning to you. The time is 5 a.m. on this beautiful, lovely Wednesday morning, April 21, 2021. 421-2021. Wow, that's like a tongue twister. Um, you're listening to Marcus Griffin, Confessions from an Addict. I kind of want to start things different today. In the mix of everything that's going on, I, I'd like to open up with praying. As we give thanks to the Lord for waking us today, for all the trials, the tribulations, the hardships, to to get us to really appreciate the jubilation that comes with life, because it does come. Happiness does flow. We do get our moments of peace. We do get our moments of joy. And as short-lived as they may be, I really feel like it's only short-lived because we allow, we, we, we don't keep our peace. And Lord, I just want to thank you for that peace that you do give us. And I do want to ask that you continue to give us that energy to keep it going, to keep that light flowing and flickering and spreading it to everyone that encounters us as human beings, as your children. I want to thank you just for that, that we are your children, that we are your, I don't want to say property, but we do belong to you. Not in the possessive form, but in the, we come from you. And I just want to thank you and may we keep that in our hearts and may we keep that in our minds that we are and that we, we are a people that can do great things, that can inspire to be great, that can just, just keep your word, whatever that may be to anyone, you know, and just thank you for everything that you do, Lord, and pray for those that are suffering, pray for those that are in pain, pray for those that are in need of food, shelter, uh, a break, a miracle, a sign, whatever that may be. Uh, I just want to pray for the strength and pray for guidance that my words hopefully will reach somebody. And may that somebody even be me. <laughs> I talk to me to live, to be a better individual every day. And, and just, just thank you, Lord, for waking us up. I can't express that enough as we get another chance to be great, another opportunity to receive blessings. And in your name we pray. Amen. Um, I don't know what moved me to do that, but I want to start setting that routine. I believe in this time we do need to give thanks. We do need to have a mindset of waking up to understand that there's a higher power watching over us. Because right now, the powers that be that watch over us are failing us. I know we all probably watched the verdict yesterday and I'm torn because it was obvious evidence on this one. Open and shut. Trial lasted a week. Verdict lasted 10 minutes. And honestly, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I felt and it's I'm no I'm nobody. Let me say that, you know, but I felt as if I wish there was more counts to be read. I was pleased that he was guilty on all three counts. But I wish it was a, you know, other counts just written in count of being inhumane, you know, guilty, count of being indecent human being, guilty, count of being a POS, guilty, you know. I wish this trial dragged on as 
long as they drag on these historical past facts on the human beings that have been murdered indecently or innocently, shall I say. I wish it went back to like I wish it was a trial based on all his character, based on when he was 10 and he stole his first candy bar. I wish it was just drug up like they drug up things on the so-called suspects, the so-called innocent that they are either arresting, detaining, downright killing. In that same way, I wish they drug up everything, take from his first job, from his first time he talked back to his parents, from his first time that he cheated or or just like, you know, that kind of justice, that kind of like, let's let's shine that mirror. Let's go to his 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 graduation day. Let's go to his high school records. Let's go through in his first indecent public stop or his first day on the job. I wanted this trial to be drug out so long. I mean, granted, we got the verdict right. But the system is so flawed because even in death, when they kill a black man, it's this black man was a drug user. This black man was this had this criminal past. Let's drug up all the things of a criminal then, because that's exactly what that man is. That officer is. I won't say his name. And I'll be honest, it's, it, I think, what is it? A Derek? I, don't, I just I just see him as murderer. And probably because I can't pronounce his last name. I'll be honest. But either way, I know his first name. It's murderer. It's killer. I don't care if it's racism. I don't care what all the umbrellas, all that under it. Right at this point, I don't care about the racism behind it. I care about the audacity and the the privilege of a badge and what it holds. Because he holds that badge and because he is that officer or that public official we don't get to hear of his criminal activities. Because like, we know this isn't his first time. We know this wasn't his first offense. We get the story of now. But I want it all out there. See, in my opinion, what the devil hates most is being exposed. They hate being exposed. The devil, the liar, the thief. They hate being exposed. And I think that, that I would have loved that that trial went on and that it exposed his whole history of being a flawed individual. So then we could actually, as human beings, look down and be like, how do we let a flawed individual like this work the system for that long? How? Maybe we do background more checks. No, do more background checks on everything. They, I'm tired of this training with officers. Something went wrong in their lives. I'm tired of the narrative always being they were scared as if they don't know what they're doing. As a drug user, I've been scared my whole life trying to escape something. But I know what I'm doing when I go get my drug. I'm trying to escape something. And let's be honest, a lot of these cops, in my opinion, aren't cops. They're either victims of bullying. They're either, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. 
Maybe they have their opportunists in the way that they could get away with their hate. But we got to start doing a whole reevaluation. So all I'm saying, if we got if we got papers on these criminals, there needs to be a lot of papers on these cops. And I know they'd say they do the background checks. But it's like, how could you do the background checks when you're letting letting these type of individuals slip through? In the same breath of a celebratory victory, I guess, of the guilty in all accounts, they're right back. A shooting of a 15-year-old girl. You can't use that narrative, I'm scared. Then you got to get that fear up out of you. You have to get that fear up out of you because you cannot be feared. You cannot be afraid in critical situations. And I'm sick of these like normal human beings saying, well, you, in that heat of the moment, man, I've been in heat of the moments. Thankfully made it out. Thankfully no guns. Thankfully it wasn't that big of a heated moment. But who's to say what a heated moment is? I'm not a cop because I am a scary individual. I probably will shoot somebody if I feel like my life is threatened. I'm not a cop because I'm also a, I'll be honest, a crooked individual. And also, there's a certain understanding that I have. Understanding that my badge, my uniform does not make me less human or godly because I wear it. And cops think they can talk to anybody any kind of way. Authority does not mean you have authority of a people. It means you are the authority of yourself as well. How can you police me when you can't police yourself? That's what I used to look at cops. These are cops because they're the most just people on the planet. When do we get away from that? That's part of the reason I didn't think I could be a cop because I'm not just. I will take advantage. I will use my my badge to not necessarily. I mean, sometimes it may be doing harm. Sometimes it may be, hey, I'm going to get you off. If I could get off and I'm not talking about in the ways of, oh, I'm going to pull a woman over. You can get out of this ticket if you get me. No, I mean, if you a criminal, my nigga or my white motherfucker, I'm sorry to say just the criminal just go right there. But what I'm saying is my motherfucker, my nigga, my anything. Hey, cool. Let me know what's going on in these streets. I give you this pass. You gonna have something for me. Just saying, we've gone away from the way we treat people, just as people. Your badge does not make you not a human being no more. And that's what I want, that thing. That's why I I say strip them of them being a human being. Life ain't. Life, yes, that's one thing. But go ahead and let's go back down so he has, let's strip them of everything to see when the hell this dude, let's put all the sins out there. Let's really have him break. Let's have the ex-wife that left him tell her story. Put her on the stand. Let's really, let's really expose it for what it is. Really expose them. Break, that. you know what I mean? You expose that truth, man. It, it, it'll break a lot of people. I've been broken by my truths. 
Still digging for him. Still searching at him. Still have my flaws. Still have my disrespect for women. Working on that. Still this anger, this dislike I have for my mom. Working on that. I own all that. See, I'm not an individual say, I don't care about right or wrong. I care about being understood. If you understand that I'm fucked up, don't fuck with me. If you understand I'm working the process and you can fuck with that, fuck with me. But don't give me the what's right, the what's wrong. It's for my God to determine. But at the same time, the God that lives in me, I can see what's right and what's wrong. I don't give a fuck who it is that I say it to. The same way my God is an arrogant God, a selfish God, a almighty, I'm not saying I'm God, but damn it, I'm going to live God-like. There's too many people that's playing God, though. I'm not trying to play God. Understand. But I'm saying if I see something that is wrong, in the eyes that I have, that I read, that I study, that I'm spiritually in tune with, I'm going to point the shit out. Give a fuck who you are. And I don't give a fuck what I am to you. Your son, piece of shit, motherfucker that live at home with his mama, motherfucker ain't got two pennies to rub together. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Just saying, if we if we gonna be what we are, if we gonna look at, because we do this pick and choose with everything that we do, I didn't ever hear about Jesus having wads of money and a house and a mansion and cars I'm just saying, I'd rather live like Jesus and be touching lives and not get a damn penny for anything I fucking do. Because what I, I, don't, I don't value that shit. I don't value money. I don't value the system the way it is. I don't value that damn guilty verdict. Now, I'm not saying that who am I? I'm not saying that, oh, because I don't value things should change. I'm just saying the way I look at shit is just different. I'm not pleased with that verdict. I'm not pleased with it. I'm, I'm more, I would be more pleased, like I said, if they stripped that man down and then gave him Gave him your, here's your death penalty, dog. Now, granted, we haven't heard the sentencing. And we haven't heard the other three cops. They made sure they handled that one first, though. And that's why, I just in my opinion, as I'm a visionary, because I do believe I'm a visionary, I think they should have handled those three. They did this shit. They, they, just wait. Just wait, because we are, in this moment of time, celebrating those three guilty accounts. They're going to give us that. Trust me, I think if I'm wrong... Then I'm wrong. I'll come right back on this podcast and say it. But here's going to be the thing. And I'm going to speak this truth because I have a large platform. Nobody going to get this, but somebody going to say what I said. They handed that thing to that man so them other three could get a lesser sentence. Trust and believe. I don't think you're going to get justice on the other three. And the thing about it is when you when everybody's looking at these things and everybody's looking at what's going on. Oh, he should have did this. He should have did that. You know, we have people every day that hindsight's twenty twenty, and and outside looking in, it, it's all perfect vision. When you're in that heat of the moment, you don't know. And that's what I mean. Talk about, oh, they need better training. Why don't we have... See, this problem is, is there any leading officers that have the best training, that are the best trainers? Who's training them? You see what I'm saying? Who's training them? We got body cams. We got everything. And issues are still happening. Need to be a year of mock situations. Mock situations. 
before you hit them streets. Because, man, this just ain't right. I watched a video of a 15-year-old girl getting shot. And it's just these times, man, I'm going to call it what it is. Y'all some scary motherfuckers in this world. Scary as fuck. You a coward motherfucker if you hit a woman. I'd have rather shot the father. I probably would have shot that motherfucker. Fuck what he talking about. Kicking that girl in the face. I'd have shot that motherfucker on sight. And I would have took the stab wound from the fucking girl. I'm wounding that motherfucker. That's why I can't be a cop. The same foot you used to kick that girl in the fucking face is the same foot I'm shooting, motherfucker. And it's like, oh, big man, tough talk. You saying this shit on... You right. You right. I don't like my mom worth a fuck. But when this gentleman marched through the fucking door and disrespected her by, like, either walking in first, and it was an Asian motherfucker... And I only mean motherfucker because I just don't say Asian individuals. Asian, but I checked the motherfucker. I mean, I'm just saying. There's heat of the moments. Yeah, I'll admit I had the same right. There's this one nigga that got out the car and disrespected my mama. And if I apologize if I say nigga too much. Or motherfucker too much. But there's one brother, he got out the car. He was huge. Huge, got out the car. And my mom, we were at the McDonald's, McDonald's line. I'll never forget it. We just came from a, my baseball game. I'm feeling good. I think I ordered Big Mac. I don't know. It didn't really matter. Line's moving slow. She honks her horn. White privilege at its best, dogs. Because she honks her horn, and the car had to move forward. Man, this brother got out and said, you need to learn some patience, bitch. <laughs> I would have... The funny thing is, I don't put hold that on me. I'm in high school. This is a grown-ass man. And my uncle in the front seat. So he disrespected his sister. He ain't say shit. I wanted to say something. And I did. I told my mom she was a little impatient. <laughs> I am wrong for that. And I, 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 wish, I wish I had the, the gall to say something. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I pick and choose. Maybe that's a whole ass move. But I, I ain't that whole ass motherfucker. Some shit right, some shit wrong. Fuck you honking for. It ain't his fault he's slowing the shit up. And I get it. But I don't live that. I don't live that above all. Wrong, right. That, 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 that what I'm saying is who it is, if they still doing wrong, I'm on that you're doing wrong. Can't tell you how many times my mom can't stand the fact that I'm not on her side. Can't tell you how many times I saw my mom just blatantly be disrespectful to individuals at the same, like, that she just doesn't like. We, it's like we don't want to speak hard truths. My mom is prejudiced in a motherfucker. You know, as I, I drove to work this morning and I think about the relationship we have, I'm like, who's to say my mom wasn't the one that was trying to trap my daddy and get, and get a baby from him? Hard truce. I say this because I just think different. You should never. You should never. And I get it. It's written in the Bible. You should never dishonor that father, that mother, and all that. 
But I'm sorry. I'm going to be like, act like a mother and then I did, I'll honor you. And I know I'm fucked up behind this, this way of thinking. I could give a fuck about your money, man. That's why I don't give a fuck about your money. That's why I don't value shit when it comes to money, material shit. Now, I get it. But here's the thing. I do value the independence, but my independence is my thought. I'm independent of thinking what I don't I don't think like everyone. My thought is independent. The way I love is independent. And I know that shit don't matter to individuals, but it matters to me. It matters to me when I could sit there with my child and we vibe on a level that I know that's my child. That I understand the way she thinks. That I understand that she could give a damn about where I take her. Damn about what I put on her back. Granted, I am blessed. There's others that do that. Now, I don't look for them to do that. But I am fortunate. I don't ask them. Of course, her mom's going to do for her. My mom's going to do for her. But the thing about it is, are you really understanding what you're doing for her? Are you understanding what you're creating? Authority. Authority. What do you think about these authorities? It's such a double-edged sword. On one end, on one end, you're spoiled. You're a crybaby. Damn. And in that same light that you get upset, you feel that guilt that you called her this or that, you know? Prime example, yesterday, man, I, I'm like, <laughs> the patience my mom had is just, it just, it's short, it's quick. She's 70. She can't have that much patience with a six-year-old. My daughter's moving slow and my mom's getting impatient. I'm just watching. I don't care. You take two hours to do your homework. It don't matter to me. I'm right there with you. But my mom loses her patience. I go, man, your noni is hot. And immediately my daughter goes like fire. And I'm like, that's my motherfucker. That's my motherfucker. I want my daughter to not be rattled, man. That's the problem, man. Too many, you, too many people get rattled over dumb shit. Dumb shit. When if you look back at it, you're like, the fuck you so mad about? The fuck you so angry about? So much hate in this fucking world. That's why I open this shit up with prayer. I watched that video, man. I don't know who the fuck to hate more. The motherfucking man that kicked a woman in the goddamn head. And I'm sorry, this, this fucking society of, hey, if a woman want to try me. I know I said it once before. Hey, it used to be a time a woman would shut the fuck up in the 70s because you get slapped. You get slapped. But it's between you and that, that, that man and that woman. Nowadays, men is fucking jumping women and protecting. Like, I'm never going to fucking hit a woman. Because I'm fucking stronger than you. There's other ways to inflict fear and control. The problem is the fear is controlling the individuals that have all the power. That's the problem with this shit. The fear is controlling the individuals that have all the power. Absolute power corrupts, corrupt, what is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely or what have you. I know it's something there, but I'm like, you see a 15 year old, okay, you see about to stab that woman. 
What's the preservation for life? So I can't be a cop. Stab her or stab me, but I ain't killing you. I know what I know what's wrong. I know where my morals lie. I know the pain I'm capable of taking. I know what yes, I'm trained to shoot to kill. But here's the thing. If you if you don't mind being a killer, there's something wrong. You shouldn't be a fucking cop. Be a gangster. Oh, you can't do that. That car is real earning some stripes or something. That requires you going to fucking jail automatically. No, let me let me play behind this system so I could be my fear be justified. I mean, I listened to a podcast yesterday. Much love and respect to him. You know what I'm saying? But fuck all that job is a job. A, a cop is a, the hardest job. Scary. Da da da. Really? Really? Yeah. You know what? Um. I couldn't be someone that's a detective. That shit would freak me up. Trying to get down, track down suspects. Um, I couldn't be, you know, a spy or work for some CIA. I know what I could and couldn't be. Cop? Motherfucker, I could be a cop. Problem is, you go in the detent that everybody's a fucking criminal. I've been around, like, do y'all be around human beings at all? Hey, man, what's going on? Why are you driving so fast? What, that shows that I'm fucking weak because I'm talking to you man to man or man to woman? Having a conversation? Hey, where's the fire? Just like, I mean, it's easy. Sales. I don't immediately start selling you a fucking shoe, beat you over the head with it. Just talk to you. See what you like. See what's going on. You know what I mean? Obviously in a rush. I could let you get on this day with this ticket. I could just find out you running late. How can I help you? I'm just, I mean, that's why I couldn't do the cop thing. Because I cannot be a dick 24 fucking 7. I mean, let's, let's, let's do this. Hey, I don't know. So you got the training part. Maybe they need the vacation part too. Month on, month off. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I will say this was difficult being a cop. It would be like if I looked at it as acting, an actor, even when they take on roles, it say they say it takes a while for them to not to get back to normal, especially if they're really invested, especially if they on some method acting. It says it takes them a while to get back to their, their true self when they really dive into it. So we need to give these cops more vacation time, possibly so they could get back to when they first started or something. I don't know. But these cops don't care about their community. How can you care about a community you know nothing about? No wonder they're living in fear. Racism, fear, ignorance. Well, I don't know shit, I'm afraid. I don't know if this is going to come up this podcast. I don't know if it's going to come up the next day. I'm in fear. And who do I end up kidding? Who do I end up hurting? Myself. Tie this all in together, man, because in the same breath, that's why we got to pray. That's why we got to be focused on just the appreciation of life. That's why any addict is struggling, man, like appreciate your life. It's fucked up as a sound. There's many ways to die. Don't be your own killer. Don't be your own killer. Because I'm now preaching that 
You know, I'm preaching that cliche shit. There really is light in the tunnel. You know, you can't really be happy. You know, you can live and you really can. It's all a decision. It's all a mindset. 15 year old girl murdered. I know there's some big ass individuals that are 15 already. Some LeBron James walking around. Some some Derrick Henry's at 16. You still 16, dog. I'm 38. Now I know some of these cops that do the shooting and shit that's in their 20s. But motherfucker, if you can't detain a 15-year-old, if four people can't detain one man, quit the fucking force. If I couldn't detain one fucking man, four individuals, and I'm one of the individuals helping, I'm taking my motherfucking shit off right then. I don't need to be a cop, man. But we got that great equalizer, a gun. But if I got to kill you, I can't be no fucking cop. Because if I kill you, like, that's my go-to now. That's my go-to. That's why I say it, it's crazy. Because racism is under this umbrella of dislike and kill all. When really it is what they should say what it is. They are scared as fuck because they know they are weak as fuck. I ain't gonna let that image go because you gave me a, a guilty verdict and I'm not saying you gave me. You gave that family that guilty verdict. You felt like you gave that community that guilty verdict. But what you gonna do about that image still? That remedies it. What's about the images that I had eight minutes and him calling out his mama? So I don't know. For me, this, that, that verdict, it just felt. It felt short lived. Ten minutes felt like two. And then you have a 15 year old getting shot. I say what the shit is, man. We're living in fear. I don't know what's going to change, but I know when I pray, I know when I'm spiritually centered, I don't really, like, I'm not moved, like, fear doesn't, when you understand what's, what's going to happen is going to happen, fear doesn't motivate me to do harm. Sometimes my words, sometimes I, I don't always have the best way to put things, but Fear is a very harmful thing. Fear. Fear, 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 to, fear to love. Afraid to be vulnerable. Afraid to, afraid to be let down. Guarantee you of all those fears, if you look within yourself, it's all you. It's not them. You look internally, you're afraid of you. You're afraid that you know that you can't add up or you may not have put in the work to add up. And I'm just only talking to myself right here. Because I know what that fear is like. I'm afraid as fuck to be successful. Because I'm as arrogant as fuck. I know I'm wrong for the way I speak to individuals. Because I'm arrogant as fuck. And I'm hurt than a motherfucker because I know. I know I bought into what people told me. Bought into the 
the names, champ, you're going to be great. You do this. You do this great. Oh, you're going to be all right. Da, 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 da. Bought into the shit. No one ever said, hey, you dumb motherfucker, you have to work harder than you ever worked before to be what you want to be. And if you don't achieve what you want to be, you'll probably kill yourself, my nigga. Because I know I'm not a mediocre motherfucker. And I know, like I said yesterday, like me and old girl taking trips, but we taking trips because I want to. I'm like, I'm putting in on these trips, too, because I want to live this life. Crazy thing about it is I live this life and I can't afford this life. That's how bad I want to live the life. When the dumb shit is, motherfucker, if you put in the work, you can afford anything you want to put into it. That goes for any of you. We are all great, man. Don't let fear be that motivating factor why you kill yourself. Why you stop yourself, stunt your growth. crazy I'm sorry I had that moment man because I I, I I think at times as much as I've lost it's amazing at what we gain though what we gain by simple decisions like I said I don't know where to take this podcast I don't know if it's gonna land anywhere if it's gonna maybe this shit falls on deaf ears but I'm trying to get more clear more precise I should have went in depth yesterday, you know. I can't, I can't make up for... I'm like, you know, I'm learning that. Like, I can't make up for the past. But I, I could reflect on it. I could actually go in depth on it. I mean, yesterday was like... I'm learning as I'm painting different pictures. Because I love feedback. And I don't think I go in depth enough. You know, I said something yesterday. And relationships mean so much to me. They really do. I know I talk a lot of shit on my mom. But that's because, like... You ever want something so bad and you be like, what the fuck is, you know, like I have this, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I know I say it hard and viciously because it's like, I want to be like, motherfucker, don't you know I love you? Don't you know I'm of your fucking blood? And why the fuck you talking to me so motherfucking reckless? Because at the same time I'm your fucking flesh and blood, I'm still the same motherfucker that tried to destroy himself to get rid of your fucking flesh and blood that's in me. So who the fuck say I won't get rid of you? Now I know that sounds crazy as shit, but I said what needs to be said, man. Sometimes as individuals, we talk to each other like we're not each other's friends, like we're not each other's partners, like we're not of each other's blood sometimes. And I don't know about you. If that don't anger you, then you probably the one that's pissing them the fuck off. I can't stand someone that just won't ever, ever be fucking wrong. So now you got to be the crazy motherfucker. As we have a conversation, and now you're telling me, one, I'm not listening, but two, I reply to you, and then three, you're going to say, I'm the motherfucker that wasn't listening when I actually spit back what the fuck you just said hour or two later. I'm of a changed motherfucker, and I'm not that, that same spiritual changed motherfucker. I'm still that motherfucker that's that motherfucker. And that's a lot of motherfuckers in one sentence, ain't it? So here, let me break it down for the changed motherfucker. What I'm saying is I'm that person. That is of love and kindness and compassion in this moment in time. As I'm uh, that person that's trying to remain peaceful, calm, and still. As I'm that person that tries to remain understanding. I'm still that motherfucker that don't give a fuck about any of that shit. 
And it ain't nothing but like flipping a switch. It's flipping a switch for me. I love you. I love. I hate your motherfucking ass right now. But I'll get back to loving you. Just let me express this shit. You know? I'm like, how could you say or discredit or how come it is never you? See, some people are fine with that. I've had friends that be like, that's just them. Well, that's not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know I'm probably wrong when I call my daughter my motherfucker. But damn it, that's my, that's my, that's me. There's a time we're driving off one day as I'm taking her home. And I mean, taking her home on every regular routine day, my Sunday, when it's my weekend, what have you. And on this one time, and I appreciate my mom, it was, it was said with compassion. And it, it, when it was said that way, I'd actually shut the fuck up. But who comments? My daughter. We are of one body, one mind, one heart, one soul, in my opinion. We connected. I give a fuck about it in that. And that's not buying gifts. That's not spoiling. We're just connected because she sees her father as his genuine self. And I see my daughter as her genuine fucking self. And her noni, as we're driving away, says, be careful, okay? It was so dramatic. Took me off guard. Like, do you know something I don't? Is there a thief about to get in an accident? Somebody about to rob us? What? It, what? What? What is it? You got a crystal ball or something? And as I'm driving off, my daughter goes, why does she say it that way? See, I thought I wouldn't be that parent. I didn't want to be that parent that praised my child for everything that is supposed to come along with growth. But see, this girl is six. I am a griffin. I am proud to say that shit. And I say it in a way where I, I come from who I come from. Come from a motherfucker that is a visionary. I come from a motherfucker that can read your body language, read your thoughts, and can decide how he gonna play, manipulate, and do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Now, I'm not saying I'm proud of that, but I'm saying it is instincts and survival. So for my daughter to say, why did she say it that way? She understands what the fuck, what the, what the, what the fuck is that about? You know what I'm saying? Intuitiveness there. She understands what the, why the fuck would she say it like that? And she's six. She's six and she has my type of fucking abilities, which is so fucking dope. Fuck all that. They know their times. To, she, she could count till 10 at five. Give me the real shit. The other day we're watching the news. I'm watching the news. She's hearing the news. I didn't catch what the person said. I said, was it with the child? He said she was with the child. Meaning she could, and she was playing. You know what I'm saying? When you try to, when you figure out your fucking kid, and I'm only saying this with passion, when you really understand the depths of greatness in yourself and your kid, or whatever the case may be, that's that shit that you just, that separates. Maybe I'm not saying she's, she's one of a kind. I'm not saying she's the greatest individual on the planet, but what I'm saying is, damn, that's, that's my, that's me. She could focus on one thing, was playing or painting or doing whatever the fuck she was doing, but repeat it back what that person said, and she wasn't even focused on the goddamn TV at the time. That's the shit that I look at as growth. That's the shit that I look at as genius. Because you got a motherfucker that look dead at you as you talking to him, and they couldn't repeat back what you said. This little girl, my little girl, painting, playing, daddy watching the TV, and then catch it all. And she repeated back what that person said. That, that's amazing to me. So you motherfucking right. 
as the addict that I am, the asshole prick motherfucker that I am, I'll fuck somebody up if they fuck with my child. And we just can't call it what it is sometimes. Sometimes some parents ain't supposed to be parents. I love my mother to fucking death, but come on, let's be real. All that protect, all that provides, that they do that, they, y'all do that shit for yourself too. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I don't have a roof over my daughter's head. But her mom does, and my mom has a roof. But they were going to do that shit. They wasn't going to be homeless. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that shit don't matter. I, I can't do it. But what I'm saying is, if you ain't getting the chance to know who you, your kid is, if you working on buying this or doing that, if you ain't working on the bond... Then we lost. My mom can't figure out why my daughter has the lack of respect. Oh, it's because you don't respect me. Okay. And I'm good at saying okay now. Okay. And I know I'm a wrong asshole motherfucker. Who are you to fucking be respected? When you shit on everything either I believe in. When you shit on everything that I, I every ambition I have. I support you. Man, you're going to do that shit regardless. You're going to do that shit regardless because it's your fucking character. And I'd be wrong for saying it. You supported a crackhead. Like, what the fuck does that mean? I got the same value as a crackhead to you. But people don't want to have these real conversations. People don't want to dig up and be like, hey, yo, you know what? My, my mama was a foul motherfucker for keeping the secret she did. You know what I'm saying? For doing the things. See, there's a difference. I, I will always love my mom. But it ain't for reasons. <laughs> because she's just my mom. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that makes me fucked up. I love my mom because I, I understand everything that she endured. That's, that's what I love and admire. I love that. You damn near would... It's like she was pronounced dead. And came back from life and provided a life. And I know that's one of those, well, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. But guess what? If you did all that and yet you aren't happy and pleased with the life that you just produced and manifested, the fuck does it really matter? I can't respect you, can't be happy about what you you fucking manifested for yourself. Oh, because she has you as a son. That's the part she should be happy about. Give a fuck. You got somebody that it's close to six months sober, free of cocaine. Even when he's on cocaine, was still an active father. Even when he's on cocaine, still went to work. You know what I'm saying? I just was erratic as fuck all over the place. But I don't mind. You can track down my history. Can I track down yours? So I want y'all to think about today, man. Before you judge, before you say what you, what shouldn't be said, if your history was exposed, would you be okay with the life that you've been given? Would you be okay with others' lives that you take for granted? With others' love, other people's love that you take for granted? Would you be okay with that? If your history is exposed, if your past was put out there, could you still be proud of all that you've done or haven't done? Or haven't accomplished. Or will accomplish. 
Because we all on trial. Whether we like it or not. That's why I open up with prayer. Because I know who the real authority is. I know who the real authority is. It's who we should start our day with. It's who we should walk with. I don't fear. I almost took his name in vain. I don't fear nothing. I'm proud to say that of this day. I used to be scared as hell. That's why I talk so loud. I'm so rambunctious. You know, the chihuahua effect. I'm not saying I won't swing on you. I may not continue to swing on you after you swing on me. But I know eventually I got to back my shit. And eventually I got to take my L. And I'm saying with all the L's I've taken, I'm pleased today to take all those L's. I am pleased today to take all those L's. Because victory is right around the corner. I'm enriched because all those losses, man, I'm, I'm, I'm turned that corner. Like, I don't mean to put it out there. If I put it out there like a homegirl yesterday, I don't want to make it seem like my girl is, you know. I know I have a way of saying things where it's like, oh, he's using another person. And I apologize for that. I'm just saying when I say we engine setting and all this. I'm, I'm trying to rise up to a new level because I know I like this new life. I said, book it and I'll pay on that credit card. I don't care. And then most importantly, I was like, yo, I got to do something with my daughter now. I got to get my priorities straight. So where your priorities at? Where your head at? Where your fear at? Where that fear level? Where your love level? We all turned around. And we need to start turning this shit around, y'all. I want more happy days and I want to wish more happy days on y'all. Those that pray with me, I appreciate you. Those that listen, I appreciate you. Please, if you got any comments, Marcus M. Griffin, 68yahoo.com. No, Marcus.Griffin, 68yahoo.com. Marcus M. Griffin on the Instagram. Hit me. Marcus C.B. Griffin, Facebook. Add me. Message me. Let me love on y'all. Let love rule the day, seize the day. Have a great day. Talk to you guys tomorrow.